When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McLean hanging with us hello. for our first hour. Hello, hello. Steve Patterson back at his uh, pad. Good day, sir. Good day to you, ma'am. Oh, excuse me. The I, lighting um, was low. We had we had a really nice lunch yesterday that you missed, Steve. Yeah, tell me all about this. Uh, this was a this was at Lush. Oh my right? gosh! Yes, we should do everything there. Oh really? This <laughs> is Jason's I want to go to there all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's Jason Matheson. If he sees a place he likes, he just buys it. Now that's what he does. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. a landowner. <laughs> A business owner. Yeah. Um, so he was like, hey, cool, I'll buy Lush. And then, were we the first major soiree to happen there? A uh, My Talk office luncheon? Oh, maybe something like that. Because I don't think that he nat- naturally would open it up to something like that to other people who were special. Yeah. I mean, mm. the food was good. I You would have been proud of me, Steve. I ate an entire biscuit. Okay, it was Seriously, I was shocked. She's sitting across from me, and yeah. I see that there's a Betty and Earl's biscuit on her plate. Mm-hmm. And she, I'm looking at her because you know she hasn't had any carbs since 1989. <laughs> and I go, tell that to my. Gut. I looked at her, and she goes, "I'm just going to take a bite of this to try it." And no, I go, "There's no bite." Just to be nice. And I knew, and I go, "Okay." You're like, "Yeah, let's see how this ends." ends and then throughout know. the presentation by Dan. I could the not emperor. stop eating it. She just kept picking a layer off. Betty One at a time. It's, Tell me about this biscuit because I've never. I sampled something from there on Twin Cities Live at one point, and I remember it being was very it at the good. Fair? It was in studio. They brought okay. it in studio for something, but it may have been like ahead a, a of the fair. But describe. I, I want to hear how Donna Valentine would describe right. the biscuit that she ate. Uh, from it's going to annoy Dawn, but. It's okay, I'll go. I need to okay. shut the shades. All right, you shut the shades. It's like flaky and crisp on the outside, okay. but on the inside, it's really thick. The height of this delicious biscuit it was savory and it was, was it almost a flavored like a, biscuit i like, don't even flavor know. or I, do you butter it is there gravy i didn't on put it? anything I, on it i ate it just the it, way it was and jason told me this morning that those were just to be on display <gasps> oops those were not even to be because he was like Consume. they weren't warmed up they were they were freshly made that day uh-huh. but they weren't in a warmer 
Oh, I, no, they were perfect. And he though. said, Lori and Julia ate one, too. And he was like, well, I okay, saw oh, little ones, but I didn't think they were his. Those so were I, the li- no, those were those were the biscuits. That's what I should have done. I thought that that was <laughs> I told the catering you to biscuits. One. I go look at all those biscuits up there. I'm well, the and then I that- looked at one of our coworkers and she was like, I don't think that's Jason. Those are Jason's biscuits. Those are Jason's biscuits. I go, well, then they were. Oh, yes. my God. It, it, there's almost like. Sorry, Dawn. There's almost like a mild wetness in the middle. That is not what I thought you would say. It's like a little damp. A mild wetness. I don't want to use the M word. Moist is what you're trying to describe. And I got to be honest, moist is better than mild wetness. (laughs) It's a little damp, like just the right amount of dampness. Yeah, maybe that wasn't the conditions that the biscuit needed to be and for you to experience it. Oh, it was so good. Well, you know what? It was perfection. I, I need to say this about biscuits now. I don't think I've, I don't know. I've maybe had five biscuits, maybe 10 my whole life. Really? I've never, like when people do, uh, they get excited when in the cafeteria downstairs, it's biscuits and gravy. It's today they're doing that. Yeah, okay. I don't like that, but. But people get excited about that. I, I just haven't had a lot of biscuits and one place that you would get a biscuit would be like McDonald's in the morning if you get a biscuit sandwich i always get a a muffin sandwich an egg mcmuffin and so point is i feel like i'm a little bit on the outside looking in but i want to be on the inside looking yeah, out yeah i'm not a big biscuit person but i, think I, I will tell you now. these are amazing betty yeah. and earls I've only he, heard they're great at roseville things about you could get them. them at kowalski's you could get them at kowalski's now i he jason showed us where they were making them all the people oh. who were making them behind the scenes just really really fun really um, i should go get them i should go get them uh i mean i'm gonna have to go to some fancy community to get to a kowalski's right i mean i have to go to probably excelsior no, minnetonka it's right down the street from you what are you talking about is there a qu- oh, oh, and Chan. Yeah. Now well, it's Chan's- Eden Prairie. Okay. It's well, I need to far. go there, gotta- though, because then I could, uh, I, could, I could make them at home, per the directions, and try them myself. Do it. I would like it's one right it. now. It is worth it. Honestly, oh, I just pigged out yesterday. You just- gave me, like, six in a Ziploc that were frozen. Oh. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to, this is great. I'm going to control myself. No. Oh, I ate them in two days. I was like, no. I'll have one I'll have one on the weekend just for breakfast. And I'm like, I'm going to make a lunch sandwich out of this. And then they're, they're that noise. At night, I put like cinnamon and sugar on it. It was Ooh. like, it was a dark time. I have a question. Uh, Steve? Um, at this uh, this luncheon, he, as you mentioned, the emperor spoke. Uh, the yeah. sea monster himself, Dan Seaman of Shibes B and Seaman, the mm-hmm. not a law firm law firm. <laughs> How do you feel about my talk coming out of that? Were you guys doing chest bumps and high fives? It's oh. National High Five Day. Were you guys all pumped? Today's National High Five Day. I know, but how did you feel after oh, the meeting yesterday? Were you good. giving each other yeah, high fives? And... Great. Oh, yes. He's so excited and optimistic. He worked in some inspirational quotes. Yeah, oh, I love an inspirational From Walt quote. Disney. So he oh. starts out with the quote, starts out with a nice anecdote anecdote about what's happening at disney right now yeah. that you can hug the characters again mm-hmm. oh, picture of his daughter great. hugging the kid oh i mean hugging the uh, the snow white i think yeah. it was and then there was and that. then you had he sprinkled it in the middle and then at the end he, he tied it all it. together Ooh. Wow. yeah wrapped it up with does this nice mean that bow. he's gonna make us do like 
meet and greets this summer where we have to hug people now? Are we hugging again? I think it's a person-to-person kind of basis. Hey, by the way, you, update yes, from us uh, <laughs> <laughs> update from the plane. My mother flew in yesterday because my daughter's going to be in a, uh, a production, a theater production oh, this weekend. Oh, that's amazing! So she flew in for that, but I said, "Hey, how many people were uh, wearing masks now that the mandate oh, got dropped sure. a couple of days ago?" And she estimated it at probably five percent of okay. people on her plane. Okay, there were she wore a mask. She doesn't want to get sick and get Addie sick and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said it was probably about five percent. But wow, what a night the other night when people. I haven't seen any of these videos, but I guess mid-flight, a captain's like, hey, "This is your captain speaking. The mandate is no longer in effect. You can take your masks off." Mm-hmm. And people just start like. Boom, Woo! boom. Take them off in the moment. They didn't say like tomorrow, effective tomorrow. Oh, my God. It suddenly happened right there. Yay, so we get to put anyway. people in danger. Woo! <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I was surprised by that 5% because um, on Twitter, it was, I went and there was an airline that was trending and I went and clicked on it and it was just everybody like, this is though terrible. This is so terrible. Oh. And then 95% of people, according to my mother's estimation, had their masks off right, on the plane weird... it just shows you twitter twitter not a healthy gauge of the whole conversation all right that's, so that's not true. breaking news but anyway all right well good talking to you guys see you later donna donna's taking off for the rest of the day <laughs> oh, please um, i'll stay i'll stay it's a thursday throwback thursday music trivia coming up at eleven thirty today we'll play the uh college of pop culture knowledge today at ten we've got wild tickets to give away today it's a big show. Uh, we'll wake your brain up, since I didn't get Wordle, because Wordle sucks. Oh. Um, let's wake your brain up with this. We've got movie fun facts and things that make you go, huh? This was the first movie ever to feature a flushing toilet. And here's your hint. Do you think you already know it, Donna? Did you say movie or TV show? This is the first movie to oh. ever feature a flushing toilet. Here's your hint. The movie has a famous scene in a bathroom. Okay. You should be able to figure it out. We'll tell you when we come back, Don and Steve, on my talk. What should I have for lunch next Tuesday? Will there be flying cars in a few years? What if aliens arrive on Earth tomorrow? Uh, Steve, Steve, you must learn to live in the present. The Y is offering group classes to help you be more mindful and live in the moment. Joined by April 30th, and enrollment is just 15 bucks with 10% off dues till June. Wait a minute, isn't that thinking ahead? Oh, cute. Join at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. I think this is kind of easy if you think about it, but maybe I say that because I know the answer to this. Uh This was the first movie in the United States to feature a toilet flushing. Do you know what movie was the first in U.S. film history to feature a toilet flushing? Dawn. Hurts my head too much. Okay. I'm just going to say A Streetcar Named Desire because Blanche is drunk a lot in the bathroom, but I don't know if it... It's flushing is the whole point. Flushing. Like the it's flushing. all about flushing. I'm going to say a streetcar named Desire. All right. Now, Donna, um, you can guess now and, and think like Dawn did, movie with a famous bathroom scene. Can you give me a year? You know what? 60s? 
Mm, I think it was seventies, maybe eighties. Okay, I'm gonna go with the eighties. Really? I think. Wow. What about? Hang on. Now I gotta look that up. What about Full Metal Jacket then? But I still yeah. kind of feel like it's streaker. I'm going to say okay, it was by, Meet by the Fockers. 80, I meant 1960. <laughs> oh, Sorry. okay. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I got it wrong. Okay, we're closer. Time flies. I can't believe you you mistook the 80s for the 60s. You know, I actually confused it with another movie. I've not seen either of these two movies that I just mixed up in my head. But here's your last hint. It is a this movie, which features the first toilet flushing in U.S. film history, is a one-word title, and the first letter is a silent letter. Famous. Uh, oh, you know what? what? Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know if there's a famous bathroom. A silent letter? Gnomes. I'm just going to own. The name of the movie is Gnomes. <laughs> Gnomes. That is a movie. I'm going this thing. That's, the, that's an animated movie. Right, go ahead. <laughs> the movie is Psycho by Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, wasn't that the, am I confusing that in Halloween? Which one is that? No, that's Psycho. That is Psycho. Yeah, okay, yeah, Bates Bathroom. Hotel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the Bates he's Motel. like attached to his mother. Yeah, who's yes. actually a corpse. <sighs> lives in the attic. I think. Uh, that did not go well. Uh, but I do you know say. the first TV show? No, but I wonder oh, if you do. do you? I'm going to take a guess. <laughs> okay. I think it was all in the family. <clears throat> that was like very funny, uh, typical Archie flushing the toilet. Like you hear the toilet upstairs all the time. Like okay. it was a common joke okay. <laughs> in the show. Okay. Wow. Where he would flush the toilet. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Is that? Do you think that's true? I have no idea. You got to watch them all in the family, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's like the. That's like one of my favorite all-time shows. It's been a while since I've seen All in the Family. I've seen bits and pieces of it before. He's Mm -hmm. quite the cantankerous man, that Carol O'Connor, in In character. All everything else. Yeah. Just really. What? Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. The first toilet to appear on screen happened in 1957 when the kids buy a pet alligator and then they hide it in the toilet tank. Wow. But the first time you heard a toilet was all in the family. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. You were right, Donna. I know stuff. I didn't know we'd do three and a half minutes on toilets in media. <laughs> But kind of it's so underrated. Yeah, it's it's very uh, very much needed that we got this message out. Toilets are something. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Plumbing is... Amazing. Amazing. I think there was a question I heard recently. What would kill off the population faster? Mm. No plumbing? Mm. Or no doctors. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Toy Story 2 uh, was almost deleted. There was a command entered in the master machine where the animation for Toy Story 2 was stored, and it deleted 90% of the work that the Pixar team had done on it. Oh, my gosh. And then no. a plan was quickly hatched to restore the data from a regular backup, which meant that only... Half a day of work would have been lost, but the backup system had failed. Pixar, incredibly, did not have a copy of the Toy Story 2 files on its servers. Fortunately, the film's technical director had a copy that she had been working on from home, and much of it was restored. But they almost watched 90% of Toy Story 2 go up in smoke, and then they'd have to start again. Wow. Let's stay in the world of Pixar for a second. Okay. After the success of the 2007 film Ratatouille, which is an underrated Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Well, Donna, you know why this wouldn't appeal to you? Because mm-hmm. it's all about food, the culinary experience, <laughs> ingredients. And they, these people get they get intoxicated on food. That's not your I don't. Jam. I just didn't think it was that entertaining. Really? I also feel that way about Toy Story. I'm sorry. Ooh. I liked Up. And I like Monsters, Inc. Bye. What about um, the robot one? Oh, Wally. Wally is great. It's so good. It is so great. I'll go back and, and watch it. I think that's... Oh, it's a beautiful love story, too. It's really sweet. In the first 40 minutes of the film, I think it is, maybe a little less than that. No, you're right. No dialogue. No, that's why we studied it in screenwriting. No, yeah. interesting. It's all yeah. learning about how to write descriptions. Anyway, Donna hates Ratatouille, but kids don't because they, uh, <laughs> pet rat sales went up by 50%. No, is that true? Oh, my that gosh, that's the story. Aw. I got to go now. Now you stay. I don't feel like We got to talk about stuff. All right. All right. Bye now. I'm sending Penny an email because... I check his email? Hmm, I don't know. I sent him an email yesterday and because a listener had um, told us that Garage Logic stole our bit. Oh, well, do tell. That's right. Friday slow jam. So I sent Kenny a message and said, hey, you steal our bit? And he just wrote back. He said, and in case you don't know, the Friday slow jam is when Rocco is a bit that we came up with. Only a few years ago. Right. Um, used to be called Drunk Donna Stoner Steve. We changed the name of that. What? Sorry. Hashtag too soon. People didn't like it. So, anyway, Rocco slows us down, so we sound really dumb, okay? It's a very funny bit. So, a listener tipped us off, said, hey, you know, they're doing this. Did you know that? And so I sent Kenny. I'm like, you steal our bit? And he writes back, "Um, here's proof. He said, here's proof of my innocence and my fried brain. So, a listener had sent them 
an email and said, you guys were talking so fast and I realized that I was playing you back at a higher speed. (laughs) But when I reset it, it was really funny to listen to you guys at half speed. He said, you've got to listen. It's a hoot. You said, Joe sounds wasted. So Kenny sent Joe an email and said, hey, let's try this live on the air. It could be fun. Mm. Mm. I wonder where he got that idea. Unbelievable. And Kenny has admitted to listening to our show from time to time, right? Yeah, Kenny thinks and his you're wife. both really funny. <sighs> Thanks, Kenny. Love you. So. He said he's going to make it right and give us credit. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Speaking of garage logic. He said, sorry, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> think of uh, think of two people in the building, and there are many more than two, but two people in the radio side of the building that would not want to sit down and have lunch with Stevie Boy. Two come to mind for me immediately. Kenny? Used to be Kenny, but Kenny's got a soft teddy bear side to him that I've come to understand as time has gone on. So mm-hmm. I used to be afraid of Kenny, and now... Um, I think the last time he sent me an email, he said, don't ever be afraid of me. I'm just an asshat. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Kenny's lovable. But two people who I just have a feeling would really um, not like me are Joe Souchere <laughs> and Patrick Royce. And here, let me tell you my worst nightmare that happened just a few weeks ago. There was a time I actually reached out to Rookie and I was like, hey, do you think... I would. What, what if I sat down with like Sushere for a coffee with cool people when I was at Twin Cities Live? Do you think he would do that? He has no clue who I am. If he sees me, I'm sure he's just immediately annoyed by my hair. Mm-hmm. It's you know, I mean, Steve Patterson, Joe Sushere, these things feel like they'd probably be like an oil and vinegar kind of a situation. He'd just want to punch me in the sternum. <laughs> and then, uh, and, and Royce, anytime I've walked past him, I just usually think he's like, hey. But then, you know, I, I'm like, I don't think he's into what I'm dishing out. Oh, man. So then <laughs> oh, man, I go I down. This. I have to go to HR or something. I forget where I went. Like legal. Somewhere I'm down this hall. And we have a lot of long halls in our uh, building. Yeah. And then we have one majorly long hall. Mm-hmm. It's like where you could do a, a, a hundred meter dash or something like that. I call like it that. the Mad Men hallway. Oh, that's yes. good. I call it from... the Shining. <laughs> okay. I'm picturing it's... two little girls at the end of the hall on little bicycles. Well, imagine instead of those two scary little girls, it's two scary older guys. It legends at that. <laughs> I look Did down the end the... of the hall. Oh, no. Stevie Boy starts walking and down at the end of the hall. Sushere, Roycey, nobody else. So now, I've already started walking. I have to continue walking. Yeah, you can't turn around and walk the other way, you know. No, I'd look like a, a you know, yeah, a wiener. You, yeah. And so sure. I had to continue walking, and I just thought, this is my worst nightmare. This, These guys are going to jump me. They've got <laughs> one last scrap in them, and it's going down right now. They're going to pummel me in this hallway. And then uh, they continued talking, and I was just, you know, excuse me. And then I just continued walking, like, let's not have any conversation here. Let's just, it'll be not painful for you or me. It was a weird moment. And, uh, yeah, you I don't survived. I, I survived. You're a warrior. But you you would agree <laughs> a, a, a coffee with me and Joe Sushere would go probably terribly. So you never right? did it? No, I never did What did it. What oh. did a rookie say? He said, I might be able to like soften them up. Like, let me, I could try that. If you want to do that, let me know. I, I could work on them. So are they like that on the air? Are they, are they scary on the air? Like, what's. Donna, have you met Joe Sushray? Yeah, he's I don't a, think he a, knows who I am. He's a, just oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like me. You're on the outside looking in. Oh, yeah, I'm scared of them too. Yeah, he Go calls look me out joy. In the 
Joy? I see him every Wednesday. He calls me Joy. Because he doesn't know your name or because it's a cute nickname for you? Um, well, at the fair, we had our first Krabby Coffee Shop broadcast, and he was our guest. And, and, and Kenny goes, uh, Joe, look across the table here. This young lady, what is her name? And he goes, uh, Joy. <laughs> That's a great question. So, what's funny about it is that I just realized that he confused Dawn dish soap with Joy dish soap. <laughs> and so that's why he thought my name was Joy, which is kind of cute. That's, that's cute. And he still calls me Joy. It's fine. I have a friend who calls me 214. What? <laughs> he does. He calls me 214. Why? Valentine's Day. Oh, oh, yeah. oh cute. Like, oh. Same idea, yeah. Oh. That's adorable. <laughs> look, Donna, on your way out today, in in the hall, look, we have all these posters of our shows. Yeah. Look at the Garage Logic poster. I'm afraid. And you tell <laughs> me that Sushere doesn't look like he is just looking for a butt to kick. He's got a leather oh, he jacket on. He has a leather jacket on. on. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. And he's not scary. making any attempt at showing pleasure. No. I mean, it's a straight <laughs> face. And it just looks bad, a eh? like Showing he is ready pleasure. to to kick somebody's butt, and I just like think it's going to be me someday. That is so funny. Yeah, I'm afraid of them too, Steve. Okay, anyway. thank you, Donna. Well, I, I think everybody's you. afraid of somebody at work, right? But we I don't think anybody's asked... afraid of us, Donna. <laughs> That's we just the asked Rachel that this morning. Shut up! Did you really? Honestly, this was a conversation that Jason asked Rachel. If there's anyone you're afraid of. <laughs> Chili dog? Are we talking yeah, chili, chili yeah. dog? Yeah. What'd what she was she say? doing on the morning show? This is incredible. Oh, she was Lex is out. Uh, Lex is out. I went over oh, to co-host and she was filling in for me. Oh, great. Um, okay. Her answer was very diplomatic. She said, uh, I don't want to say exactly, but it's Amy. some people that are, that. well, they've been here the longest. Ah, oh, no, okay. Steve's afraid of them, too. Oh, yeah, I'm afraid of them. I go, Jack. oh, me too. Particularly Lori. You know, it's a better question. Steve asked me one day. We won't reveal my answer. <laughs> but he said, was this after the smack, after the Oscars smack, maybe? I think it was like I in the aftermath was. of that. Oh. We were talking about it. <laughs> well, how did I phrase the question? If you, you could said just, if you could just flat out slap someone right At work in the with face, no repercussions. Who would it be? <laughs> Donna had an what immediate did you say? answer. Right, we can't say. Oh. You had an immediate answer, so it was off the air? It was off the air. Yes. I can tell you yeah. who mine is immediately. Oh my gosh! Please do, Grant. Just because ah, your I want I don't have a problem with him. I just want to see what he would say in reaction because he's so nice. He might go <laughs> just a look on his face. He might go, "Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what did I do?" Like would he apologize. would immediately apologize for me slapping him and wow. be like, "What? What's?" And because he's so animated too. Yes, he is. Just like bang. Just to see. <laughs> I think like. he might surprise you. No. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's got, got a feisty a, side. He's got a feisty side that only comes out. But but you know what? He's probably not comfortable enough with Dawn. Doesn't interact with her maybe enough. Oh, we re- to interact. Feel. No, we have a lot of gossip. You, oh, you guys together. have a lot of... Uh, yeah, I guess you share we that kiki. office for a yeah. bit. Okay. <laughs> you guys. We kiki. But, you know, I think that... If I did it and I was smiling, what if I was like, smack? <laughs> and I just kind of did like, ooh. And then, the, you, the, the, yeah. and then you go, I smile. The maniacal smile. Keep my man's weird. name out yeah. your damn mouth. That's right. <laughs> yes. And, 
In fact, now that you bring that up, no, this is stupid. This, <laughs> this isn't is even. A great you ever question. start? You ever start telling a story though when you're like, "Oh, this is dumb. I should. This is a good. It was a good moment, but this is not a good story." And then you're too far into it to turn back. This is my life in this moment. <laughs> uh, there was a time when we were having when we were on vacation in Orlando a few weeks ago, and we were having a debate between how do you pronounce penne pasta. Lou said it was penne. Mm-hmm. I had a sister-in-law, April, who said it was penne. And then we were they were making fun of each other. We took it to Instagram. Everybody agreed with Lou. It's penne. Anyway. Uh, Lou made fun of it at one point, and then my brother, Scooty, who is April's wife, at one point started joking around, getting defensive, and then I walked by him, and I said, yell, keep your keep my wife's name, and then he didn't, <laughs> and then I said, Scott, do it now, and then he did it two times, followed, did the Will Smith line, got a huge laugh, it was great. And so when it reminded me of that, Donna, when you said, keep my blank name. That's funny. I wish I could have seen a video. It was a good time. And then everybody laughed. And then Scott said, yeah, I just thought of it. Stole credit for it. (laughs) I Ah! just thought of it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, hey, can I tell you something about my brothers real quick and Netflix? Yeah. Yes. Netflix stock tanked yesterday. Went down 35% in a day. Uh, it was because of the news of them losing 200,000 subscribers. It was their first time Netflix losing subscribers in a decade. I did some more reading, too. I found that this was sort of interesting and funny that it wasn't that Netflix didn't talk about it more. 500,000, uh, they also lost 500,000 um, subscribers when they pulled their service out of Russia in the midst of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Hmm. And so if that wasn't there... Then they would have actually gained followers or gained oh. subscribers, but it was weird. Anyway, my brothers reach out to me, and you remember the AMC stock situation from a few years ago. Sure, there was the GameStop stock surge oh, in twenty twenty. Sure, that was a fan base thing, wasn't that weird? So my brothers reach out yesterday and say, "Hey, we both just got into Netflix, and we want to know if you want in." So now they're saying. Things might be bad for Netflix right now. Oh, so buy But stock. not as bad as people are saying it is. It's still like a kajillion dollar company. It's not going anywhere. But Netflix was trading at $700 at its peak in November. Mm-hmm. As of this morning, it's at $217. Yesterday, it went down from, I think, $350 to $220. It took a big what dip it yesterday. Right uh, it's like $217. And, but you know what Warren Buffett says? What do people do when hamburgers go on sale? They buy more hamburgers. What do people do when stocks go low? They sell them. And he's saying, no, you should be buying these stocks. Because then the growth potential is going to do it. Donna, call your lady. Ask her about Netflix. Whatever. She's probably already on it. Anyway. (laughs) I don't have a lady. Then I had to set up a Robinhood account. Yeah, whole thing. Have you ever done that? Have you ever, just real quickly here, have you ever... Just bought stocks bought from your stock phone and not from your have your financial advisor do it. Not me. I'm scared. I have. I okay. have. I was doing um, some stock stuff a while back. He's doing and like I was just Bitcoin like, stuff. I'm not in. Uh, actually, no, I have a little bit in Bitcoin, tiny bit in Bitcoin. But, you know, I want to do a whole cryptocurrency thing where you just pick 10 cryptocurrencies, set aside a certain amount of money, divide it by 10, put it in, create your own cryptocurrency mutual fund. Some will go up. Some might bottom out. But maybe, maybe. One or two goes hashtag to the moon. No idea. Dogecoin. All right, we gotta go. I don't know what. I don't know what his words say. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm <laughs> like gibberish. I can't. I'm still, anyway. I can hear you guys. Oh, hey Steve, ah. when hey. did you get here? So you like the content? <laughs> that was great. Let's take a breather. Sure.
Um, if you see something, say something. You saw something with Jessica Simpson, Donna. Yeah, people are talking about this ad that she's doing, and I don't see a problem with it, but other people do. I'll tell you what they're seeing, and also have a really cool local story about a kid, 911, and a payphone. Okay. That, when we come back on My Talk 1071. Happy 96th birthday to the Queen. 96. Can you even imagine? Unbelievable. What does that mean? She was born in 1926? 26. Uh, don't ask me questions like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My lady. 22? No, I think that she was born in 1926. Okay. Yeah. 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, Wow. That's old. <laughs> it Donna. is. Like, I mean, she's still taking pictures with her horses and, and looking great. Yeah, and, and walking around with those corgis, and she's always got like a really cool, colorful outfit on. Do you yeah. notice that? Abdicating? Or, or, I, I, don't think it, I don't know if it would be considered abdicating or just, look, this is the longest reign in the monarchy's history. She won't. And I'm going mm-hmm. to step down. No. No, no she's not going to You know Charles until... is like... Come on, mother. Up there in age, maybe he won't be king. Don. Maybe I'm, hey. Because you're right. What, he's in he's his mid-60s, 70s? He's 74, I think. Shh, what if it just on. goes to William and he never gets his chance? Oh, boy. Well, that would be something. He's, you know, being a prince is pretty cool. But not when but you when always have to report always, to your clean mother. When you've always been told that you will be king since you were like three. A little baby, yeah. Yeah, you think that he doesn't work out to Lion Kings? I just can't wait to be king. Sung by Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> oh Probably every day on the treddy or whatever they call the treadmill over in <laughs> The treddy. That's his walkout song. Happy birthday, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? <laughs> Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Jessica Simpson, can you believe she lost 100 pounds? That's incredible. I just, I just, I can't imagine her having 100 pounds to lose. Yeah, Yeah, she's short. She's tiny. Yeah. She's just a little thing. And, you know, she has a very short waist. Oh. Like yeah. m- myself. Oh, so I have a long waist. All, I, well, oh. you're lucky because yeah. it's a short it waist just mean? kind of go. It goes. It means my legs are extremely long. My hips okay. are way up here. Oh, and then so, yeah. I between the area between my hip bone and my ribs is like this much. Oh. Interesting. Wow. Like three inches here. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's right there. So any fat that kind of develops around your midsection looks an extra large oh. and long. Oh, because it does it's not it doesn't have as much goes, to yeah it doesn't out. have right anyway oh, enough about me interesting anyway she did an ad she filmed an ad for flonase nasal spray allergy relief mm-hmm. and she posted some clips on her instagram story and some people are worried about her they're saying she seems fidgety she's slurring 
Um, it's also pretty obvious that she's reading a script, and I guess her eyes were darting all over the place. Well, she's reading it. Some people say it's painful to watch, and others wondered if she was on something. I saw nothing of the sort. As oh, far really? as, like, I'm not worried about her. I just think she's not doing a great job at the commercial. I would have done it a few more times. But hmm. can we listen to a little bit of the mm-hmm. audio so you can at least hear? Yeah. Guys, climate change is impossible to ignore, especially for my friends in L.A., we know. So many of us were affected by the wildfires a few years back, and now rising temperatures are always in the back of our minds. What many people don't realize is some of the other effects of rising temperatures affecting us right now, like the increased pollen count and the longer, harsher allergy seasons. Pollen count and climate change are both invisible monsters we are all fighting. I have been fighting my allergies with Flonase for years now. And even my kids use children's Flonase. I mean, it's just the way she talks. Here's the thing. She's She's not comfortable. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Hearing it... It does. I, I hear like a little bit of like the slurriness. Yeah. Like at the beginning, it's, it's almost sounded like she said pirate change. It was actually climate change. Oh, you've heard pirate? pirate. Oh, pirate I didn't hear change. pirate. Oh. She's just not opening her mouth enough. You can watch it in that link, Steve, and you, if you want to link it up for our listeners. She, yeah, I, I will. The cue cards are way down low. She, she has to keep trying to be natural by looking up and then darting her eyes back and forth down low. So she's uncomfortable with that, and she's changing her posture a lot in the middle of it and trying to, you know... Yeah. Trying to seem like these are her own words. Which they're clearly not. Thanks. I don't know. I thought she was fine. Yeah. I thought she was perfectly fine. I have another story for you. Okay. Donna, it's just, you're on a tear today. Did you, did you like snort a line of sugar or something? No. You're, you're in like a real, uh, yeah, kind of let's get her done. Get her done. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. Are you worried, worried about me? Yeah, I'm worried a little about bit. You. Yeah, I'm not worried about Simpy anymore. I'm worried about Deval. Simpy. <laughs> What's her nickname? What do they call Simpleton. her? I don't know. No, <laughs> no that, I didn't mean that. Simpy. Although Chicken of the Sea tuna, remember that? Yeah. Gosh, newlyweds. What a great show that was in its time in the early 2000s. It on really MTV. was. It was I enjoyable. Andover is home to one of the last working payphones in Minnesota. And it's not on a street cor- corner in, or anything. It's on somebody's lawn or just in front of Their house? a homeowner's house. Yes. Oh okay. And he, you know, people love it. You know, uh, neighbors think it's really neat. It costs a dollar to dial out <laughs> on the phone. Yeah. But the resident behind it all has put around $800 into making that possible with another $20 a month for his landline bill. Really? Yes. So it's he, he says it's not a real profitable business, but at this point he should he said I should probably file for bankruptcy or something. But every morning he watches as someone new stops by and he said he's had some people take pictures next to it. Uh, he's gotten some fan mail. And then last week, it earned its biggest recognition yet when a young boy got lost in his neighborhood. And the kid just happened to come across the phone, and then he was soon reunited with his family. He just picked up the receiver, dialed 911, and he, you know, a police officer came, and he was able to be back with his parents oh that's oh really my great. gosh that's lovely i know 
so sweet. Was this an actor that the man paid? The kid? Just to promote his payphone? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Because that's mm. a really sweet story. I just saw a, a payphone somewhere, too, recently. Oh, gosh, where was it? But I, I, I had that same kind of thought, like, wow, I can't believe this is still sitting here. Yeah. I would want to use it. I would put 35 cents in or 50 cents, whatever it is, just to call somebody and say, guess what? I'm calling you from a phone booth. Yeah. Yes. But I also instantly think about I'm going to get a lot of diseases by having my mouth near See, that mouth. This is how we think or now. Or to touch it, like, no, I can't touch that payphone. That's why you should carry some, you know, sanitizing wipes with you. Oh, you I never know. Every kind in my purse. Oh my gosh. Don't worry about it. Uh, Don McLean, thank you so much for hanging with us. Hour one. Thanks. Chili Dog, Ray Chili Dog, pulling double duty today. She'll be in uh, coming up next.